in the annals of history, there have been many events that have marked great leaps in the progression of mankind. The shoe phone, Applebee's riblets, Police Academy 2, 4, and 5, and the series premiere of According to Jim. Now, in current times, comes another of these events. Episode 10 of Half Hour Wasted. That's double digits, baby. Yay! Yay! Ow! Sorry, sorry, my bad. Sorry. Put the safety on. I'm sorry. I forget sometimes. Yeah. Why is the music still playing? It's stuck. Brad, stop the music. I'm trying. I can't. Hang on. It's. It's. I can't stop it. This is embarrassing. I can't stop it. Stop it. Can't, Stop it. Reach the plug. Red. No, I'm not going to reach the plug. You do it. I'm, I'm sitting comfortably. I can't move. I've right, already hang made, on. I've Just already wait. Where I'm going to sit. Just why are we even using a record player, Brad? Well, it was my dad's, and he's, you know, you don't want to let your dad down. He thought, Bradley, I thought it'd be neat if you used my old record player. Well, I mean, we got CDs now, all right? So, you all know, right, let's I'm be sorry. Let's be cool, all right? Hey, use guess CDs. what? Hey! Episode 10, baby. Double digits. Yay! And to celebrate, yeah, we did it. We did it. We made it. We didn't think we'd make it to double digits, but we did. anyone listening <laughs> hope so what are we doing to celebrate uh we're eating cake we are eating cake we uh there's a picture right on the front of the form of the cake yes. hhw10 uh-huh i'm gonna and take it's a, a bite boston, right now it's a huh? boston cream cake mm, and it's good yeah and, and it's it's not the nasty whipped cream icing yeah here i'm eating too mm. it's, it's the buttercream icing the good stuff it is really good and so you got guys us, you got us, the cake you see on the picture mm-hmm you just split it right down the middle. Yeah, we're not going to be guys. We're not going to put little cuts. No. Make a little pie shape. No, we're guys. We're going to cut no. it in half and each breath in half. I got one half of it on my plate, and you got one half of it on your plate. Yeah. So this is delicious. Mm. So we are so excited that we've made it to double digits. This is a big deal for us. It may not. It is. Listen, I'm so excited. You can hear my heart. Listen. It's thumping away with yeah, excitement. With delight. Well, okay, Brad. Let's see. Um, looking at the list of things we have for the show, next after eating cake is comments and emails. Is eating cake actually on our <laughs> yes. list of things? See to do? right there. Can we go back to the eating cake part? Okay, Hang we on. can take one more bite. Mm-hmm. We got a lot. Of, we got to catch up on comments. So. Uh, and one more bite, cake. Right. Okay, that is good cake. Mm. I made that myself. Oh, it's good. It's good. I like it. Okay. I approve. You want to go first or me? Uh, you go because I'm chewing. Okay. So this is a Gmail from a friend of mine named Marta. Uh, that is Marta, M-A-R-T. And she says, Dear Brad and Frank, do not go see The First Snow. What do is that? Go is that a see- movie? I guess it's a movie, yeah. She recently went to the Dallas Film Festival, which was about a month, month and a half ago. Mm-hmm. But then she says, do see Hot Fuzz. It was good. And then she talks about how she really loves Grindhouse. I saw Grindhouse. I enjoyed it. Really? I want to yeah. see it, too. Hang on. I'm going to look up... Uh- what is the name of that? Uh, the, the First Snow. Right, S-N-O-W. I'm going to look it up on the internet. <laughs> Did you find it yet? No, I'm still typing. Okay. Hang on. Brad, you got it. You can't do it in Notepad. You have to have the browser no. open. Oh, I don't know how to use it. That's okay. not working. All right, never mind. Okay. <laughs> Let's see. Now, this is back in Episode 6. This is from 80s Junkie. Uh, referring. That's, that's when we talked about my brother sent that email about you writing lyrics for a song for me to play. Yes, yes, yes. With my guitar, and he gave us 
two words that rhymed rhymed with wasted? Yes. I don't even remember what those words were. Um, there weren't many. Oh, I do. Basted and tasted. Okay. So, uh, 80s Junkie came up with this. He goes, don't forget pasted and faced Ed. Now you have twice as, now you have, now you can write twice as many killer lyrics. Hmm. Thank you, 80s Junkie. He deserves an applause. Can we give an applause? Okay. (laughs) Okay. Thanks, Dennis. Oh, by the way. Well, I'm going to go to another comment from Dennis. Um, Where is it? It's right here somewhere. No, you've got it. No, it's right here. Mm-hmm. Um, Dennis uh, left us a comment about episode nine. That was the Aqua Teen Hunger Force colon movie film for theaters mm-hmm. episode. Uh, I mean, he says his name is pronounced like Winnie the Pooh, not Pepe Le Pew. I ain't French. Thank you very much. Dennis Pooh. Pooh. Um, he says uh, another way he got comics uh, was a cheap was in cheap three packs sold at Target. Do you ever you know, I remember don't, that? I don't so much remember Target, but uh, where I grew up, we didn't have Target. We had Kmart's, and I seem to remember the cheap three-packs, too. Hmm. And my mom got, and it was always the stuff I'd never heard of. You know, like it, Pillow Man. <laughs> yeah. Or Robot Arm Man. Mm-hmm. He died, but his robot arm was saved. So he became, oh, I'm at a loss for words. How rare is that? This is a strange moment. Thank you. Okay, let's continue with the comment. Uh, and he says, um, uh, he, he heard about Dean Tripp. We talked about Dean Tripp, the artist. Dean Tripp! Um, he says he heard about Dean Tripp while browsing the Stuff Sucks web comics. Mm-hmm. He gives us a, a link to check out a mention of him at lizgreenfield.livejournal.com. You guys can see that on the comments on the website if you mm-hmm. want to look at that. Um we have a new comment, or a comment from a new listener, new to us anyway, as far as someone leaving comments. Mm-hmm. Chris Johnson, he goes by Koete on the Comic Geek Speak Forum. Mm-hmm. He runs the Amazing Spider Cast podcast. Oh, really? Okay. Yes. And he says, your podcast is the best way to waste a half hour, according to Jim. What's and that? And Gummit. <laughs> and what's that? He says... Your podcast is the best way to waste a half hour, according to Jim. Yeah, all right. Waste a half hour, according to Jim. All right. That didn't work out the way I wanted it to. But they never do, do they? We are a well-oiled machine. Yeah. Uh, continuing with comments, we got one from uh, Heroes Mask, Russell on the CGS forum. Um, and this is in episode eight, where uh, Brad couldn't remember... Uh, when the R2 unit used a buzzsaw. Right, that was, you gave me that trivia question. I was right. like, I didn't ever remember R2 using a buzzsaw. And um, Hero Mass tells us, R2 used a buzzsaw on the net that the heroes were trapped in on Endor in Jedi, Return of the Jedi. Right, when Chewie was uh, thinking with his stomach. Yes. Remember Han Solo? <laughs> Great, always thinking with your stomach. Now, we have another one here. You wanted me to read it, but I'm almost tempted to make you... I w- you read All right, that? it's Just my brother. I, <laughs> I like it when you read when you read from your brother's emails. He says or comments. Are y'all planning something special for your tenth episode? Eating cake. We're eating cake. You could change subjects every three minutes, which would work out to be ten subjects. Ten times three would be thirty minutes. That's he's mm-hmm. he was okay oh, well. at he was okay at math growing up. He was okay. Yeah, uh, was that cake good? Mm-hmm. You gonna I- eat that icing? I'll get to it. All right. 
Flash is helping. He me. says you could uh, change subjects every three minutes, or you could each have five top ten lists. Perhaps you'd like to give a dollar to the first ten people that post a comment about your tenth episode. I like my ideas. Do you, Kevin? Humiliating, kicking the crotch, Milo. Well, I'm sorry to inform you, Kevin, that you were actually the eleventh person who left a comment about our tenth oh, yeah. uh, episode. So. I did like your idea so much that I gave the first 10, I gave them all $10. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry to tell you that you were comment number 11. Oh, so close. Um, the so website had a problem, close. and those first 10 comments were erased from our board. That's why you can't mm-hmm. see them, and that's why you didn't know that you were the 11th person. So right. sorry about that, Kevin. Sorry, Kevin. Yeah. Well, me, where's sorry. this, file 13 back here? File okay. 13. Um, Jay Evan. Says another great show, fellas. I'm loving the audio drops. Keep them coming. Aww. Okay, that's an audio drop, but it's not appropriate. Oh, you know, it's not. I'm not. You're not whining. No. Uh, Find an appropriate uh, uh, audio drop. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you, Jay. I love Evan. the cold. I love it when you do the cold stops. Uh-huh. Those make me so. <laughs> Russell Latham, Heroes Mask, uh, leaves us another. Uh, a comment. Oh, I didn't know we had all those, Brad. I just wanted you to read your brothers, but oh well. Keep going. Oh, well, there's just the one more. Okay. And then we're done. He says, great show. Where else can you hear uh, the theme from The Incredible Hulk uh, being played? Thanks for the link to Dean's page. Beautiful art. Reminds me more of Darwin Cook than anyone. I just kept picturing New Frontier when looking at the art. I'd be interested to hear about what comics you guys are reading and why. Also, the Skype thing sounds pretty cool. Actually signed up for an account yesterday. You know, the Hulk music's appropriate for some things, but <laughs> not really so much that kind of a comment. Yeah. There's a re- weird juxtaposition of feelings in that listening to the sad music but reading a positive comment right. like that. In fact, l- let's put that to, to another test. Could you play music for me? Which music? Uh, the Incredible Hulk music. All right, here it goes. All right. So as I was washing my car today, I realized that my tires were underinflated. So I went ahead and got the air compressor out and brought them uh, to the proper level. Now everything's okay. Now everything's okay. It's funny. It's funny how that music makes anything sound dramatic. Yeah. We need to do that. If we if we know we have a boring story coming up, just uh, just start playing the Hulk theme. The Hulk slow slow music walking away. This music. morning I woke up and realized that I was tired. So I got up and I made myself some coffee. And then I went back to bed. Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. <sighs> now, File thirteen. What did I want to what did you want to talk about? Let's see. Well, uh, yeah, uh, well, we'll say that for the end. Actually, what I wanted to talk about, we wanted to go. Oh, we wanted to go here, Brad. We wanted to start talking about um, Fox. Okay. All right, the Fox Network. You have a little bit of a backstory. Give a little bit of backstory. All right. We've talked about earlier in an earlier episode about a couple of shows that we used to watch on Fox. John Doe being one of them. John Doe uh, was the big one. I was a big fan of Millennium. Fox has. A way of uh, canceling shows before their time. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's really odd because, well, 
Peter Griffin says it best. Let me... Oh, let's, let's listen song. to him talk about it. Everybody, I got bad news. We've been canceled. Oh, no. Peter, how could they do that? Well, unfortunately, Lois, there's just no more room on the schedule. We've just got to accept the fact that Fox has to make room for terrific shows like Dark Angel, Titus, Undeclared, Action, That 80s Show, Wonder Falls, Fastlane, Andy Richter Controls the Universe, Skin, Girls Club, Cracking Up, The Pits, Firefly, Get Real, Freaky Links, Wanda at Large, Costello, The Lone Gunman, A Minute with Stan Hooper, Normal Ohio, Pasadena, Harsh Realm, Keen Eddie, The Street, American Embassy, Cedric the Entertainer, The Tick, Louie, and Greg the Bunny. Is there no hope? Well, I suppose if all those shows go down the tubes, we might have a shot. How appropriate. And of course, that was the beginning of the first episode of Family Guy when Fox brought it back to the network after it being canceled for a couple of years. Yeah, and I think the reason why it was DVD sales yeah. went through the roof and they realized there was still an audience for the show. Uh, you read something on yeah. someone's blog. I'm a fan of uh, Peter David. He has a website, peterdavid.net. He has a blog that he'll comment on and that he'll leave posts on and you can comment on those. Uh, the The topic of this particular post was Cowboy Pete salutes Fox, where quality shows go to die. Cowboy Pete is the name of uh, his of the personality on his website that reviews shows, television shows. Okay. Uh, he calls himself Cowboy Pete when he does that. Gotcha. I'll read this post. It says the post com- the most compelling two hours of television in recent memory was Monday from eight to ten p.m. Drive and Heroes. Now this post was April twenty fifth. So he would be talking about uh, the Monday. Let's see. Let me pull out the clock here. Or the um, he's talking about Monday the twenty third, two thousand seven. Drive and Heroes. Now was was Drive is a new show, right? Which I'm watching. You're not, but continue. When did it air? Was it that uh, previous it, day on the Sunday? Yes, it was. What they did was uh, on Sunday night, they did a two-hour special. Mm-hmm. Then they brought it to its regular night, which was Monday, right before 24. Okay. And so, basically, you got three hours of programming in that two-day period. Okay. Let me finish this. Drive literally hit the ground running and didn't slow down. Incredibly compelling, expertly directed, confidently written, well-acted, Kath and I, Kath is his wife, Mm -hmm. Kath and I were immediately pulled in. I mean, sure, the fanboy in me loved the notion that Captain Malcolm Reynolds was married to Winifred Burkle, but there was way more to the series than than that, way more. Captain Malcolm Reynolds, obviously, is... Firefly. Is the man... I'm trying to remember his name. Nathan Fillion. Yeah. Was was he the lead on that show? Yes. He's the captain. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure who Winifred Burkle is. Probably yeah, the, the actress that you have listed there played some role. Yeah, one of yeah. Your okay. By the third episode, I knew. I knew beyond question Fox would cancel it. Why? Because it's Fox, the network that wouldn't recognize a quality show with both hands and a flashlight. <laughs> <laughs> if Fox were airing Heroes, they would have canceled it by the fourth episode. God, that's probably true. Probably. After the third episode, I turned to Kath and said, you realize Fox is going to dump it and we're never going to find out how any of it ends. Sure enough, they just dumped it. One more episode will air next Monday, and two more already in the can will never be broadcast. They're idiots. It's that simple. Idiots. 
This is a post by Peter David. I emailed Peter David and asked for his permission to read it on our show. He said, please, by all means, go ahead. Mm-hmm. And, Which uh, is very cool of him, I yeah. have to admit. And I started thinking, especially after hearing that, that Peter Griffin drop, how, how many shows do you think he listed off? Oh, Brad, I'm just going to guess 30. 30? Yeah. 45, 35 maybe? Mm-hmm. I probably watched at least 10 of those. Yeah, yeah, same here. I loved them. And I'm sick and tired of, of Fox doing that. I don't know why they do it. I don't know. There, I can't think of any good reason. And he's got a good point. If Heroes, which is a fantastic show, mm-hmm. God bless uh, NBC for not throwing it under the bus. If it was on Fox, it wouldn't have. It would have been gone. I think one reason why Fox does this is they're looking for immediate gratification in numbers and in uh, in viewership and stuff like that. Whether that's that's you know, uh, but we, we we can never forget that that broadcast television is is a is a business, and they're out there to make money. Now, some people, some companies will take a chance on a product, uh, i.e., a show. And let it grow, let it uh, grow viewership and stuff like that. Some people, if they don't get the money right away, or if they don't get the numbers right away, the viewers right away, they're going to cancel it and move on to another one. And I think that's how Fox operates, and that's too bad, because we have missed out. They have missed out on just some gems of shows. Uh, Firefly was... Firefly was a great show. You know, and oh my gosh, I I think I felt the same way Peter David did when he was watching Drive, Mm -hmm. when I was watching... Firefly and knowing to myself this is so amazing, so unique, it is so gone. It's different enough that Fox is not going to take a chance on it. Right. And and what's how many, funny? How many it, Firefly episodes aired? Like let's see, seven. I, yeah, probably seven. I think there's fourteen. I think the DVD was had either thirteen or fourteen on right. there, and a handful of those n- never aired. Right. It's just frustrating. I'm just tired of it. Yeah. I, I, you know, and their argument might be something like, you know, you kind of have to get into their minds about this, but they probably think, well, you know, we'll just put the rest of the issues on DVD and we'll see, you know, if they sell real good on DVD, maybe we'll bring it back. You know, I, I think they just need to, to take a chance and just kind of dig their feet in, you know, especially if someone believes in the show a lot, because that's what happened with Seinfeld. Seinfeld had very low viewership. The first season? Yeah, the first season. Um, the execs believed enough in it that they kept it going, and then it, it became a cult show, and people love it. People quote Seinfeld. I mean, Seinfeld is part of the lexicon now. Now, granted, it Not can't be like that. there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> there you go. Not that there's anything wrong with it. But I, I don't think that they – I don't think that they're, that they're just taking a chance. Is it the same people that have been in charge of Fox for the last five years? I just gotta say I don't know you know I don't know what that is but but based on the way the shows look and stuff like that yeah I, I'd have to agree. What's weird is that they take a chance on a show with a good concept but then they don't follow through. They don't you give know? it a chance. They they don't give it a chance. I mean there was X Files that was really good and they gave that a chance and that went well. But then there was um, the Lone Gunman. The Lone Gunman, how which many, was a lot of fun. Same vein as X Files. That last four, and then and then that just got got thrown out and. I know they had a an ending episode, but I think that was on X Files, because the lone gunmen yeah. are, are no longer with us. Right. Um, well, that same thing happened to Millennium. Granted, it lasted three seasons, but Fox canceled it just yeah. just because. And all those shows that that Peter Griffin listed right there, they were ones that didn't last a whole long. Right. They didn't last 
most of them, I'd say 99% of them, were not long-running shows. It's just frustrating uh, yeah, because as a viewer, because you become invested in shows and and you just, you know, you, you want to watch these characters. You want to see them grow. You want to see where the story goes and stuff. And, you know, it seems like Fox is really good about taking a chance on shows with extended storylines, much like 24, uh, much like X-Files, mm-hmm. um, kind of like Serenity. But those shows with the extended storylines, like Serenity, you know, when they get canceled – and Serenity is the exception here. You don't find out how that story ends. We don't. We didn't find out how John Doe ends. We're probably not going to find out how. Uh, you know, we're not going to find out how um, a drive, drive ends. Tell me about which, that show, okay. Drive. Uh, this is from the website. Uh, this is a blurb from their website. Drive is an action-fueled drama following a diverse group of Americans c- uh, competing for their lives or the lives of their loved ones in an e- illegal underground cross-country road race. Some of them have been coerced into joining the race. Others have sought out the race for themselves, hearing rumors of the $32 million prize. Each has a reason to compete. Each must win. And there's a group of characters. There's um, there's Nathan uh, Fillion, whose wife has been kidnapped, and he has a hidden past that we're learning about through the series. Uh, another person, uh, his actually co-pilot, Corina Wheels, W-I-L-E-S. Why, how would you say that? W-I-L-E-S. I don't know. Let me look it up. Okay. Okay. You got Brad. Not you, uh, you're uh, in PowerPoint. Sorry. Okay. No, that's not okay. That's not the internet. No. Okay. Um, her parents died in the race when she was a little kid, so she's trying to figure out what's going on with this race and who's responsible for it. And then there's a whole bunch of other different characters, and it's great because you can focus on these characters and look at their past. It's, it reminds me a lot of the formula of Lost. I was just about to say, that sounds like Lost, where you right. get all these interesting characters, you don't know much about them, you're given bits and pieces as the show goes on. You think Fox would have canceled Lost? Yes. Uh, yes. It's just frustrating. I'm just... You know, I can't even talk. Yeah. So, uh, so what's the solution? I mean, this is a rant, but what would be the solution for Fox just to take a chance and continue with these? Do we need to write to Fox? Do we need to let them know that these shows mean something to viewers? I don't see how that could how that could hurt. I mean, yeah. it's just the matter of you know. Well, the original Star Trek series was saved from cancellation by. Fans oh, writing right. letters. That's right. Yeah, it only lasted three seasons. They, they probably but, got an extra season out of it. Okay, in all fairness to Fox, uh-huh. we should say that the other networks, ABC and NBC uh, and CBS, they cancel shows if they don't do that great. Right. And um, there have been some shows, like I'm thinking of that one that started airing uh, when Lost went on hiatus, uh, The Nine. Oh, my gosh. About those guys in the bank. Right. Um, it only lasted a handful of episodes. But the frequency with which the networks cancel shows uh-huh. on NBC, ABC, and CBS is nowhere near as high as Fox. I agree. And and that that's what makes it frustrating. And it almost makes you want to, whenever you see a cool concept show, a high concept show, you're almost like, you know what? They're just going to cancel it. Yeah. You know what? When when Lost first started, Brad, yeah. uh, and everyone was raving about how great it was, I was I didn't watch the first six or eight episodes because I had a feeling deep down in, in my really? gut that it was going to get canceled and I was going to get frustrated. But, you know, it kept going. People kept talking about it. I watched it. Loved it. 
I miss John Doe, and part of me wishes I had never watched any of that. Yeah. Because it was so interesting and so different. Oh, you know it's on the USA Network? John Doe is? Yeah, because I caught it one day. Cool. But, you know, I was in a hurry. Didn't, Why didn't tease yourself if you know you're never going to find out the answer? <laughs> right. Although it might be kind of neat to go back and watch some of those, knowing that his buddy in the bar, yeah, Digger, Digger. was uh, was you know involved in that the backstory that we didn't know mm-hmm. about until the very end. Well, you want to go on to the next topic? That one sure. books we were reading. Okay, who who had asked about it? It was a uh, was it Russell? Uh, it was um, Heroes Mask. Yeah, I believe so. Heroes Mask. Um, yeah, books we are currently reading. Well, I'm more of a team oriented guy, so I'm reading. Um, Justice League and Justice Society, also Teen Titans and Outsiders. And I usually get Teen Titans and Outsiders in the trade format. So I started reading the one-year-later stuff. Uh, The Outsiders one-year-later was pretty good. Uh, I have to, in fact, I brought the trade with me. I want to pull them out. Um, But I have to say that the Teen Titans one-year-later felt just a little not focused, I mean, because they're dealing with the new team. There, like they were phoning it in, probably? Can you do that with a comic book? Phone it in? Maybe. It just it just seemed that there was a I lot. I read a few in my time that sounds like they mm-hmm. were phoned in. Here, here. can you uh, talk about your tiles? I'll, I want to grab my trades. Okay. Right. On a regular basis, well, going with what you said, um, if you like team books, uh, I know you're more of a DC guy, you should probably give New Avengers a try. And Mighty Avengers, that's the new one that has come out of Civil War. But New Avengers, I enjoy very much. Do you um, do you read any of the Marvel Age stuff? Do you read any of the Marvel Age stuff? There were a few issues of Marvel Age Spider-Man written, that were written by Peter David that I picked up. That's what I was going to ask about. Yeah. Um, any good? And drawn by Mike Norton. They were real good. Oh, no way, really? Yeah, in fact, that original piece of art that I bought was from one of those. Mike, oh, the one with Hawkeye on it. Yeah, and, and yeah Spider-Man okay. and Hawkeye. It was from one of those Marvel Age Spider-Man okay. uh, issues. But anyway, going back to what you're reading. So what are you reading? Well, I read the three monthly Spider-Man books, Amazing Spider-Man, uh, Sensational Spider-Man, and Web of Spider-Man, written by Peter David, mm-hmm. which is uh, fabulous. Um, <clears throat> I, of course, I you know read the Civil War miniseries. Um, I didn't read every single Civil War tie-in, but as a result of Civil War, I've I've picked up the new Mighty Avengers, um, and the Mighty Avengers are led by Iron Man, and they are the the legal legalized okay. heroes. They yeah. were the pro registration. The new Avengers uh, is all was all, is all the anti registration heroes, um, and I actually I think technically now that. Now that um, Captain America is not part of a team, and we'll just say it that way, uh-huh. uh, Luke Cage uh-huh. is the leader of the New Avengers. Love me some Luke Cage. Yeah, he's pretty cool. Um, Have you ever read the um, the Essentials, Luke Cage? Not yet. So, based based on uh, Brian Deemer's um, suggestion mm-hmm. um, on co- the Comic Geek Speak podcast, you know, he was raving about it. Even did that dramatic reading. Right, that was funny. Um, I said, I got to pick this up, and I read it, and I probably went through thinking about three days and just loved it because it's silly it's silly it's still funny it's got some job talking in it and i dug the character so much luke cage that i had yeah. to go out and i bought his action figure i have the uh the marvels was it marvel Legends series or yeah marvel legends i had the marvel legends um luke cage man he makes me happy 
Outrageous. Sweet Christmas. <laughs> dreamy. Oh. <laughs> yes, Luke Cage is yeah. dreamy. dreamy. What's funny about it is that, you know, he, he's this guy that's kind of hard out on his luck, and, you know, he gets into fights constantly, and he's mm-hmm. always talking about how, you know, oh, man, I just bought this shirt. Now I got to go get another one. <laughs> These silk <laughs> shirts aren't cheap. 70s attitude towards. Yeah, his threads. Yeah. Uh, anyway, Judd, Judd Wittick is writing The Outsiders right now, and Jeff Johns is writing Teen Titans, and eh, I just wasn't really into this whole Teen Titans story, but The Outsiders, yeah, rock on. I liked all that stuff before Infinite Crisis, Teen Titans, and Outsiders. You loaned me those yeah. those books. Those were good. A couple other books that I'm reading uh, regularly are X-Factor, written by Peter David, mm-hmm. which I um, really like X-Factor. It's pretty cool. It's the only mutant book that I read, actually. I read um, She-Hulk, written by Dan Slott. Really? Yeah. How is it? Is that silly, funny? It's or? um, it's kind of funny, but it's kind of lame at the same time. Really? And I, I haven't been able to bring myself to not read it okay. because of something he talked about a long time ago uh, about the storyline that he was going to cook up that was going to run in his She-Hulk book and his Thing book. Uh-huh. It was called uh, The Reckoning War. He said you had to say it like oh, that. Oh, I remember the this. The Reckoning uh-huh. War. And I wanted to read it. And uh, Oh, in a solicitation, recent solicitation for one of a future issue of She-Hulk, it said, this is the Marvel comic that will clear up 99% of continuity problems in the Marvel Universe. You don't want to miss it. So apparently there's... In the story, in the She-Hulk issue, something happens that explains all the continuity errors of present and past, and it it's supposed to make it make total sense, and it's supposed to make it okay that there have been continuity errors. What what issue of She-Hulk is? This? I don't remember what it is, but it's probably a are you going to get it? A couple of months from now, uh, already. Okay, well we it's can probably keep going. a couple of months from now. Uh-huh. I'm going to get it, yeah, okay. especially knowing that, uh, no, that it's supposed to be uh, clearing up continuity. I mean, that'd be interesting to see what he's done. I, yeah, I want to see what that's all about. Um, I read the Exterminators Vertigo series from okay. DC. It's about Exterminators. Uh-huh. It's really... Oh, that doesn't creep you out? No. Okay. It's very odd, but it doesn't creep me out because it's, it's a comic book. It's not like real bugs. <laughs> if it was real bugs, it would creep me out. Um, trying to think right off the top of my head, what else I read? Um, I read I was reading Daredevil for a while. I dropped that. Um, uh, I can't think now that I know we have to close the show. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. oh yeah, well, at least that's a good sampling. Yeah. So all the major Spider-Man novels, uh, the Avengers, Mighty Avengers, New Avengers, Mighty Avengers, New Avengers, Mighty Avengers, um, She-Hulk, She-Hulk, and Exterminators, Exterminators, X Factor, X Factor. Uh, I know there's... Oh, Spider-Man Loves Mary Jane. Oh, really? Yeah, it's great. It's really a great book. Now, is that an all-ages book? Yeah. Okay. It's really, really good. <laughs> it's a different take on Peter Parker's youth, and I like it very much. Cool. Yeah, and uh, my, my 12-year-old likes it. Good. So it's cool. Okay. Well, all right. Is that the show? That's it. Well, we got to say thank you very much for being episode 10 to Lydell Vick, who did the graphic design for our... Uh, the logo? For, for our logo, and Bill McGonnell, the voice of Half Our Wasted. Thanks, guys. Thanks. We appreciate your uh, support. And don't forget, you know, drop us an email, halfhourwasted at gmail.com and visit us at halfhourwasted.com. Brad, see you at episode 11. You bet. Where we will review the new Spider-Man 3 movie. Yes. 
Awesome. We're out. Bye.